Heat pack or ice pack? Ice pack. Bath or shower? Bath. Treat or prevent? Both. Nurtec ODT Remedipant 75 milligrams is the first and only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines in adults. The choice is yours. Don't take if you're allergic to Nurtec ODT. The most common side effects were nausea, stomach pain, and indigestion. For important safety, prescribing, and patient information, visit nurtec.com. Talk to your doctor about Nurtec ODT. he made. What's your thoughts on that situation? I'm going to let y'all go because I my, my comments is a little insensitive but I ain't got kids so I can't really no, you you going to have to go before yeah. me y'all got to go yeah. before me but my thought process is beat your kids like, <laughs> like you got or matter of fact I don't beat your kids, but scratch that from the record. Teach your kids, most importantly. This is man to man. Not every interaction that they have is going to go that smoothly. And kids always, or people always thought, well, well, they're young, they're young. That's some motherfuckers that's losing their life out here. And they 50, 60 year old people that's out here getting shot on the news every day. No, oh, my God. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, there you go. I'm good. I'm back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, people keep saying that, oh, he's a kid, he's young. Tomorrow ain't promised to nobody. And it's these young niggas that keep getting, that's losing their life out here. So not every single interaction that you plan is going to go that way. Not every interaction is going to go that smoothly. Now, he was talking to a grown man. That handle business like a grown man. Hey, where your dad at? But imagine someone that um, that has nothing to live for, nothing to lose. Like Cam has something to lose in that situation. Imagine I'm talking like that to someone who has nothing to lose at the end of their road. There ain't nobody trying to hear, oh, he's just a kid. <laughs> it's not 50 or 60 year old niggas that get killed. You made it to 50, 60, you wised up sometimes. 
in your youth to be able to make it that far. Right. I thought you was going to another take. I thought you said life is too short. And he need his ass whipped before he gets his life took and shit. I, that's what I thought I kind of went that way, but I can't say beat somebody's kids if I don't have kids to beat. Like, that's not... Look, I got <laughs> That's not something like a... Li- scripted on his part he knew who he could pick on he felt like he knew he couldn't be touched so he felt he felt his little chest poke out a little bit thought he was tough he was you know do what he want to do for his friends and for clout uh you know how cam is he's still gonna respond no matter what no matter how grown he is but then he realized oh where the fuck your father at let me talk some sense to him because i know you wasn't raised that way and I don't know. I just I just feel like he need to be humble way more than what he what he got. Now he had an apology. Now who knows how, how humbled he was when he went home or what happened when he got on the bus. Mm-hmm. But sure he probably need to be way more humble than that. I mean that's kinda that's kinda the coat chasing that's gonna um chase you for the rest of your life as you get older. They're gonna question your your mindset and your character. Even if yeah. you're people and you go to the NFL. You see, within within his uh, apology letter, he understood. Someone had to tell him, like, bro, you're trying to make a living doing what he's doing, mm-hmm. what he's been doing for over ten years. Like, could, like treat yourself as a business. Like, like within the letter, he was saying uh, this this type of stuff can hurt my character and my chances going forward. So. Somebody was in his ear. Um, we all agree that the uh, what the young man was doing was wrong. We all agree what Cam did wasn't no, wasn't nothing ill about what Cam did. No wrong doing what he did and whatever. I got a totally different take though. I was confused because it seems as like as though. Everyone is upset at the person that those comments came from. 
and not just the act itself. Mm. Because in actuality, the same person, people who say, oh man, this is a kid, little kid should talk to you, he's behind, whoop de whoop. It's the same guy will say, Cam is trash, Cam is this, Cam is that, Cam is that, da 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 da. Right. So I'm like, like, what we doing? What we doing? Like, with the same get pressure. that same energy. It should be. It should be that with everybody. You had the man's camp. Like, would have been news if it was a grown man saying, "Hey, you're a free agent." Lot of lot of free agent. A grown man saying this. Will we still be upset? I don't think I would be as upset. <laughs> that's my point. Like, <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, this this is crazy. Like, everybody wants points to how children should stay in a child's place and raise and all this and that. But how about just common decency? That should be across the board for everybody. You at the man's camp. You trying to trash talk the man at his camp. You paid to come to his camp. Mm-hmm. The man took time out of his day to have a camp where you could come and perform at. And he'd be there. And you right there running your mouth like... That right. is crazy. Like, to, me, to me, it really is like... The only difference between him and the internet troll that's 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 a grown up is the age. That's a big only though. To me, that's a big only. Not, but disrespect is disrespect. Disrespect is disrespect. Yes, and it would be disrespectful. We should we shouldn't feel like okay, well disrespect is cool because it's a grown up. No, that's that's not my take. I would say disrespect is disrespect, but having something done. You're in your career. I don't have to be as successful in my career as Cam. Well, let me let me say this because I always put this point. Let me let me go let me go on this tape. It takes a never been to call somebody a has been. You never hear people on the top talking about oh this nigga used to be this nigga used to be. That's the last time I heard that was Jay talking about Nuz, and he got embarrassed on either. Like that's the last time I heard somebody on top. Talk about somebody that used to be there. No one on top talks about people that used to be there. So it takes a never been to call somebody a has been. That's first and foremost. Because they know what type of success it takes to get there. You don't hear former MVPs talking bad about other former MVPs. They know the work effort that it takes to get there. So I say that to say this. If I'm grown and having a conversation to you, that's two grown people having a conversation. I wouldn't have that same conversation with a 17-year-old kid that has nothing to put into anything. You, you, don't, have, you don't even have your own opinion yet. You're 17. Like, you don't have your own opinion yet. You, you think you're grown, but you, you're not. But still, using the words you just said, what's the difference for, from a, a 25-year-old man who's never played a snap in the NFL saying those exact same words. What's the difference? Again, if we're having a conversation, we're having a no, conversation. No, that's conversation. That's two grown men having a conversation. No. When you're a child, stay in the child's place. Don't get in a grown man conversation because you're not a grown man. So as a grown man, he don't deserve the same respect of what he put into what he, in his field? No, he does deserve that respect. And say somebody's a free agent, bitch, you're a free agent too. Like, hey. Ain't no team checker for you. 
So the ultimate flex that Cam said for another grown man, I'm rich. So what are you talking about? I'm about to be a free agent. You, can you ever have, in your life have said that to any, at any point? Can you say that right. you're rich? So that's the ultimate flex for another grown man. Again, he checked himself and said, hey, where you far back? Because I can't have this back and forth with you. It's only an L. It kind of reminds me of if I shoot you, if you shoot me, you're, fam you're famous. If I shoot you, I'm brainless. What's a nigga to do? <laughs> like, it's, it's kind of that same lose-lose situation with Cam in this situation. If you have an argument with man, that's a kid. Why are you arguing with that little kid? If you just let the kid roast you, oh, you just got roasted by a little kid. No, we're going to cut this right here. Where you father at? Let's have grown men conversations. You're not you're not invited to that yet. So you can, but my take is on from what Herb is saying, you can respectably disrespect Cam Newton in his career if you're a grown-ass man, but you can't do it if you're a child. So why can't the grown-ass man get checked as well, too, when it comes to... No, he will get checked. Like I said, the ultimate flex for a grown man to another grown man was when he said, I'm rich. Can right, you right, at right. any point I, in your I, life I say that, that you're rich? If not, then why are you talking about me being a free agent? That would be the grown man flex. But again, he caught himself and was like, where your father at? Because I can't do this grown man flex with you. You're not invited to a grown man's conversation. You're a child. Right. And, right. I thought, and, and obviously it's a headline news because, you know, it's a conversation with a child and can't, whatever. And, you know... Media and grown folks have have a problem with how the young man was speaking to a grown up. I get that, I get it. But just my thought is we should have that same energy with you know with anyone because right. it wouldn't, and have, still been, be it wouldn't have been right. Because for me, it wouldn't have been noteworthy. It wouldn't have been you know viral. If it was a 30-year-old man saying this. Right. It would have been two grown men having a conversation. Now, it would have been viral no, 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 if Cam... No, no, no. No, you make it seem so casual. By it would have went viral if Cam would have done something out of his character, cussing this man out, or, God forbid, physically harm this man. Then it would have went viral. Right. But other right. than that, it would, just, it would be two grown men having a conversation. And I'm, it was a disrespectful conversation. And I'm quite sure Cam would have said a little bit more or he would have walked away because, again, Cam has something to lose. Right. It's not like I'm arguing. I'm going to sit here and argue with you with something to lose because, again, it can go left. Right. This ain't, the first, this ain't the first time at, at one of his camps a kid uh, a disrespect Cam And That's not even trash talk. Like, right. trash talk is something different. Like, yo, we about to smash your team. You better come to your camp and smash your team. You know, right? Like I'm sure that happens plenty of times at these camps because it's a competitor. You might want to talk trash to Cam, you know, just to, all in fun. But that was just yeah. I don't think trash talk is just disrespectful. Talking about he a free agent or he you broke know, like one is ignorant. Done, all this and that happened. <laughs> you watched like what? Yeah. And you want to fuck around? See him on uh, last chance you. Well, we won't see him on nothing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, Cam right. has That's accomplished everything that you're at this camp to try to accomplish. Right. <laughs> like, Cam ain't got, got to work a regular job ever in he his life. scholarships 
to D one SEC schools twice. Let me say that again. D one scholarships to SEC schools mm-hmm. twice. You pray for one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. And this man hey, was man. drafted. And this man went to Heisman. So not only did he get two scholarships in college, he went to Heisman, the, the highest honor that you can have for a college football player in college. He got that. Not only did he do that, that wasn't the peak of his career because he got drafted number one. There's only been however many drafts his dad. There's only been one number one every year. <laughs> and then not only that, Smell was a fucking MVP. And he played in the Super Bowl. Like, what about Cam Newton for this 17-year-old kid feels like I'm not and trying to accomplish a, that. Like, And he has a camp where you, which you're at giving you the opportunity <laughs> to play in front of, like, top talent. Like, <laughs> like it's again, crazy. it's ignorance. It's disrespectful and ignorance. Like, yo, bigger struggle. Right. Don't be both. Endorsements. <laughs> like, bro, you know what? And endorsements. You know what, you know what, like, shut up, young. <laughs> he was the crazy face, man. He was the face of Under Armour before. Yeah. Name is, so, yeah. Like the names across like, your chest right now, bro. Like, <laughs> it's crazy, man. <laughs> Funny, but wrapping this, wrapping this up. Um, when would you like to see Cam next year? Would you like to see him back in New England? Mm-hmm. Going off of what? I just watched on the I Am Athlete. Seems like that's where he wants to go because he wants to. He still has something to prove there. Hmm. Um, talking about uh, how he caught COVID and he never got right or got back to full after you know not having a camp. And the Patriots' way is to keep progressing everything. I don't care if the starter quarterback here or not. They're not going to stop and wait for you. They're going to progress everything. So it right. seems like he wants to be there again because this is a town where he has something to prove. And he's coming behind the greatest quarterback of all time, Puffs. Like, you're, you're the successor of the greatest quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. And losing is just not a part of Boston sports society. Even though you had a winning record, they, they were, what, 9-7, to seven, right? What was that, 7 and nah. 9? They're 7 and 9? Nah. I think they went 7 and 9. Okay. I think they flamed out at the end, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. Um, if I'm looking at it, I wouldn't mind seeing him going back to with a healthy team and uh, getting players back. COVID, draft picks for New England because they know how to do certain things. When you watch, I mean, they're... they're that best game as a team was probably B minus C plus the most. And they was hanging in with, with, with teams as Bills and certain other teams and Ravens and, and they had a team that put things together to show you they can at least make the playoffs, but like like we said, they flamed out at the end with poor play in all of aspects of their uh, team, not just from quarterback, off the offensive line was terrible, the receivers wasn't getting open, they were dropping passes. Defense was getting mishandled. They didn't have Gilmore. It was just not New England's football, period. That's an all facet of the game. So I would like to see him try to come back and see if he can do something there. 
Or um, what's wrong with Washington? He has a defense there that can get the ball back plenty of times to get a rhythm and take some shots with different uh, receivers that they have there. Um, just try to develop more of a running game. I'm not really sold on uh, Gibson like everybody else is because he hasn't had the football as a true number one running back yet. So I wouldn't mind seeing him in um, Washington and see how that's how that's He's getting injured, correct? Ooh. Say it again. Gibson keeps getting injured, right? I wouldn't say keep. Don't say keep getting. Not keep getting injured. He was just limited. That was just being. He was just being limited, and then that's the running back. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I say about what six, about six or week eight. They try. They try to give him full reps of being a running back, and it just it wasn't like he was lighting the world up in the NFL. So maybe they still need to check that run. Situation. You talking about as far as like. You know, Giving them the bulk of the carries, yeah. Because early, for the most early on, it was it was uh, a true split between him and um, Ron. Was that Barber? I must say Ron Day. <laughs> what's the what's the running back? Peyton Barber. Yeah, and it was somebody else. But yeah, I get what you're saying. I would like to see him in New England. Um, I just like to see. I, I would like to see Cam just as a starting quarterback. Period. So, places without a when they when they when they aren't set in stone as a starting quarterback, I like to see Cam. I like to see him, you know, get a shot. The only reason I say New England, I like to see New England because it's not starting over again. Mm-hmm. So that's why I really want to see that, you know. I would say but, New England because they're like the only franchise without a quarterback that's not dysfunctional right now. <laughs> but no, that's. What you mean? As a like the As franchise, franchise dysfunction? Yeah. yeah. No, see, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that because, in my mind, Chicago already made up their mind. They they're not rocking with Trubisky going forward. So you can sign Cam, and you already got weapons around him. Even if you let Allen Robinson walk, you got the uh, the young boy uh, um, Miller from Memphis, yeah, Miller. You got you got Anthony Miller, but those other young boy they just drafted like last year. I forgot his name that fast. They got like five tight ends. Right, you got a defense. Yeah. You got a, a pretty stout offensive line. You got I a solid that back. Not back. All of them. I still you got that. a back that's a problem. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. I almost made the mistake in saying Cam should go to Houston, but nobody should go to Houston. Nobody should go there. But if he go there, that that'd be like, like, like how the New England job was this year. I mean, if nobody want me, they want me. I got. I'm gonna take that, take that check. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But no, I definitely would like to see him back in New England. He's definitely one of thirty two, and he's not thirty two, like he said. <laughs> Get another go at it. So, but um, L, you got a couple takes. Uh, Actually, hold on. Before you go, I want to I, I want to ask this before I lose it. Mm-hmm. Um. So I ain't been I haven't been like watching like TV. Well, as far as like the sports channels and all of that lately. So when I hear that this was it was a, a legit thought process. That Carolina is willing to give up three first-round picks and Christian McCaffrey 
for Deshaun Watson. Like that's that's like they got some legs behind. It. I'm like, mm-hmm. the NFL is ridiculous to me. <laughs> because what you telling me is, no matter who or what you do at running back. They deem you to be expendable. And I, I don't agree with that. Like, in this day, that's that's stupid to me. I, I don't agree with it, but that's just, it's crazy. It's crazy to think a back that, like Christian McCaffrey, who can give you a thousand and a thousand, mm-hmm. is perfect for today's football. You know what? We could do without him. We could find him. We could, we could replace his numbers in the draft. Mm. That's insane to me. What was the last running back that you think they took franchise worthy of not being expendable? What's the last what back that you can think of? Derrick Henry. Mm. Obviously, because they paid him. They said, "No, we let you leave." That, that you know what I mean. That got to be right. the, that's the like the only one to like currently oh, okay. where the money backs it up. You know what I mean? It's not like he broke the bank, but I say, nah, we want we want to keep you. Mm-hmm. But a guy like and even Derrick Henry is limited. He don't he don't play third down. Nah. If it's not third and one, matter of fact, take it back. Vapor ain't have a minimum couple third and ones against us in the playoffs. Yeah. So like even in that sense, they took him out. Like why would I don't I don't understand it. I I really don't. I really don't. And I don't agree with that. The running backs aren't worth anything anymore. I, I I don't agree with that. If you got if you got one of the best, so he not worth he not worth nothing after his four years. That's what you telling me. That's crazy to me. I I, I don't agree with that. That's the weak minded of uh, people believing it's just a passing league period, and you can't win without running the block. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Glenn, Glenn said, "What's the last running back that carried their team to a chip? Their team to a chip? Jamal. When you say carry your team to the chip, that's what I'm saying. It probably was in there. In my mind, in my mind, that's looking at it backwards, right? Because Marshall, you looking at it, you looking at it as a one-dimensional uh-huh. standpoint." If, imagine, just imagine, if Derrick Henry was a Raven, currently, or or, he, or or a caliber like Christian McCaffrey in his prime as a Raven, would you say he carried the team to a title, or can the Ravens win with that type of bat? Or I would say the latter. Or even if you put Derrick Henry, if you put one of them like type type backs on uh. I think you have one of them backs that won the Super Bowl this year. Leo ain't no slouch. Mm. Ronald Jones ain't no slouch. Like, like what are we doing? Right. And it's not about about carrying somebody. It's a team effort. We say Jamal Lewis carried the Ravens to a title, right? Not rugged. That was offense. I mean, that was, exactly. that was defense, but he was the exactly. main person on the offense. Exactly. You see how it's... <laughs> Like, I was just throwing names out of cornerbacks that was like the main factors on their offense. Right. And then, but, then, but even even during that time, 
when you do get it done, like when when a Terrell Davis give it get it done, or when a Jamal Lewis got it done, or Emmitt Smith got it done, it still say the quarterback did it. The quarterback let this team. That's still a narrative. When all when all reality it was the offensive line. Like niggas that's 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 that that Denver that Denver uh, offensive line hitting them sleds and they had to hit that for a hundred yards and they was one of the best offensive lines to clear the holes for Terrell Davis to get two thousand yards in in, in certain seasons. Yeah. I mean, you you can say carry your team, I would have to say would be Emmitt Smith would have to carry a team all the way when he had a bullshit offensive uh, line and find a way to get a championship. That type of, if you're trying to say carry a team, that's the, the, the height of a level of saying carry a team. Yeah, that's when a tough quarterback. When you ain't got no all you got is you to make it happen. That's carrying a team. Not not saying that the devil who had an offensive line and made, made way for Terrell Davis and all he got to do was the second level. These great running backs get to the second level and do what you're supposed to do is be a good run and be a great running back. Mm-hmm. So all the teams that won the Super Bowl, what running back had a significant cap number and main focus of the team? Okay. So I understand that the reason is it's all about money. And I get that. But my point is Do you play this money ball mentality over the talent? Like I, I don't get it. It's it's a it's it's a dumb mindset because if you have a talent that's equal as a Leonard Fournette, Chris McCaffrey, a fucking Adrian Peterson that's coming out, and you right. ah nah. I mean, look at the devalue of he fell to the second round when he was the first round running back, and and he piped this shit up. Right, but no, he bought, but he can't get paid. I mean, he can get paid elsewhere. It's like. Running backs aren't worth nothing. You can't win it. Like you can't pay a running back a significant amount to win a championship. I guess that's the mindset, you know. Because like within the last what five, ten, fifteen, twenty years, there hasn't been a a running back led team that had a significant cap number that won a Super Bowl, and that's all what this is about, right? It's about winning Super Bowls. But look at Minnesota, who had the best running back. Arguably of the decade, right? Mm-hmm. And they let him go. They haven't been to that point where he. What, what was that? They got to the. Uh, yeah, NFC Championship. Conference championship. It went conference, right? Yeah, yeah. They they went what? Uh, it was about four or five years before they got back to that spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So it's like, what is it? What is it? It's the narrative. It's the best narrative at the time. I don't get it. Like you going to side with it. Uh, you it's pay, funny you how the O line. Everybody plays the O line. You supposed to play your left. You play your left tackle. You know you play your superstar tackles. I get that. Mm-hmm. But you just want to. I don't. I don't get it. Certain talents. I, I just can't see walking out. Just I don't let, see how let's you let it be done. I don't. I don't see how you devalue the running back position, but then overvalue. The opposite position is linebacker. Well, linebackers can't cover some of these running backs. So how is linebackers still valued high as what they are, but you devalue the running back, which they got to mostly cover? 
This is a passing league. Get the run. Okay. It's a passing league. Mm, passing leagues don't always win. Passing time. league. You see. To me, I think y'all missing it. I think it's a balanced league. That's what I think it's been more than anything. Like you, like Glenn said, running backs are getting four and fifty carries no more. That's true. Thankfully, mm-hmm. is we don't see that no more because the game is is sped up. And I guess because of that, we say it's a passing league. But but if you look at it, you got two for the teams who who don't pay one like a significant cap number to one running back. They got two running, two or three running backs who can get over a hundred and fifty carries. So that's still totally your four fifty or whatever you said. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they still gonna throw the ball too because. It's a balanced league, in my opinion. Right. Running back position always gonna get their touches, either out of the backfield, uh, behind a tackle, or whatever. You still gonna get his touches regardless. What's yeah. up, Phil? You should definitely have a balance. You should strive to be a balanced team. You could be a run-heavy team, but your pass gotta be there. You could be a pass-heavy team, but you need to be able to run the ball sometimes. Like you right. should strive for balance. You should strive to. That's what I think. I don't, I don't. So, so, so let me get this straight. So, Glenn, Phil, fellas, just on. The best running back in the league right now is who got contract to do what? Dalvin Cook. His contract coming up soon. Uh, I can't even really say nothing about Saquon because he got he got the, the knee. Yeah. Um, but let's just say Cook. So I'm drawing a blank. Oh, Alvin. Oh, Alvin. Did Alvin just get paid? Alvin got paid this year. Alvin got paid. So is the same stupid for paying Alvin? No. They got the they Super Bowl. He a running back. No matter how you look at it, and he ain't running back. No. They just they salary cap hell right now and need a quarterback. But when they be in less hell, they ain't pay him how they paid him. They probably won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say they will probably win the Super Bowl. I get what they what they were trying to do. They said this is my last year. I'm going all in. Fuck it, it was Drew Brees. If we can all get right. him a Super Bowl, we, we 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 it was worth it. <laughs> all right, so Al, look. So if if they don't win in the next two years. That was dumb on their part to pay him? No, because it was done for this year. When you look at it, it was done for this year. All right, so they pay him an extension of however so many years, all with one year in mind. Everything was all in for this year, yes. That salary cap being fucked up. He don't he don't mess up that salary cap by himself. But everybody else that screwed up the salary cap was brought in so that Drew Brees over the last two years, so that Drew Brees can get one more ring. Or to try to get Drew Brees one more ring. It's funny how you devalue, how you devalue the uh, running back position. But ask the question, do the Browns make the playoffs or make a playoff push without Kareem Hunt or Chubb? I don't know. Baker Mayfield has the quarterback position. I don't know if it's because they got Becky and Jarvis and Hooper and then Joku. 
But the Browns are a running team to me. They what? That's a running team. Oh, yeah, they is. Okay. So just answer the question. They're a balanced team. I think they're a running team. Like, everything, their balance is built through their run. When Nick Chubb is on, it makes it a whole lot easier for Baker. And Nick Chubb ain't there and Kareem Hunt ain't there, oh, Baker's some shit. Like, it's just... (laughs) So, with that same mindset, with how how things are going now financially, when Chubb is due some money, you shouldn't pay him top dollar. You should let him walk. And just bring in another college running back, right? No. Let's do... Even in, even the same sense, like if Derrick Henry's not on the Tennessee Titans, Tannehill flourish without him. No, that's a run team. Then and with that same mindset that everybody says a passing lead with AJ Brown or Corey Davis, they don't he don't get fucking paid. He, his career don't flourish in Tennessee without Derrick Henry, no matter what's going on. Right. With Corey Davis or AJ Brown. Agreed. So how can you say... But the running back position... <laughs> how can I say it? Because I never said it. <laughs> Wait, no, no, but I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, but you see the double edge. The same people had this conversation like, yeah, no, you got to pay them. But then turn around and say, the running backs, they don't, like, giving them a significant cap number don't lead the titles. It's like, oh, Giving a wide receiver a significant cap number don't lead the titles. You still going to do exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> like, it don't do for... If if you don't win it, no matter what the position is, you oh. ain't do right. Well, watch this narrative. Watch this narrative, Herb. Remember, everybody was saying, "Oh, everybody, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is a better quarterback. He's four zero in New England. He was this and that in San Francisco. He's the reason why this and this." But he got to the Super Bowl off the backs of the offensive line and running game. Mm-hmm. But when he Super Bowl because he didn't play up to being a quarterback. Oh well. If I had Tom Brady, if I had this. No, it don't fit your narrative. It don't fit your narrative. When the running game, when you take away from it, what happens? Oh, the quarterback, nah, it's a passing lead. They got the 49ers. Off, of it, off the running game and play action off of Kyle Shanahan. The 49ers got to the Super Bowl with the same system that the Falcons got to the Super Bowl. Falcons had a better quarterback. Granted. But... I'm going to use my two running backs. That's going to open up this play-action pass and we're going to go down the field. When they went away from the running backs in 49 at San Francisco, they lost the Super Bowl. The typical it got them to the Super Bowl. <laughs> the typical Gary Kubiak office is what you're telling me. Mike Shanahan. Them, them running the ball beat Green Bay. I think um, Jimmy G only had, what, eight passes? No, yeah, like I, 12. I, <laughs> but you know, eight out of 12. But you know what? That's just true. How how we point to, uh, we quickly say the running back position is devalued because you shouldn't have to pay them. You, you can always replace a running back, um, a top running back, because it's an easy transition to the league. And um, uh, what you call it? What is it? Oh, and then they, they're healthier. They're younger. They're, they're, you know, at their physical peak there. But, well, and also, top running backs don't win championships. That hasn't been the case in 20 years. 
You know what else hasn't been the case up until this season? That bona fide number one receivers win the title every year. Like this year, this was the first year that you say, all right, Mike Evans is a top top ten receiver. They won the title. Last year, we couldn't say, you know, I thought, I personally think Tyreek was top 10, but a lot of folks don't. I think he was top 10. It's, it's wild. I, I think it's just but, the running back's turn. When say, I'm not saying run, run first teams can't win a chip. I'm saying that you do not need to pay a top dollar for running backs if you have a good system. See, here's the thing. Tyreek Hill is top 10. But who I thought should have been Super Bowl MVP last year was Williams, their running back. The running back. Right. <laughs> the running back should have been MVP last year. You can't give a, a, a MVP to a quarterback that only played a quarter in right. a minute. They'll it's play a, 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, oh, Pat played 10 minutes. He played 10 minutes. Tyreek Hill uh, coverage, the game was over. He played 10 minutes because Kyle Shanahan went away from running the football. So He wouldn't even have those 10 minutes to play. <laughs> to get the MVP out and lead the running game alone. Glenn said, um, I'm not saying running first teams can't win a chip. I'm saying you don't need to pay top dollar for the running backs if you have a good system. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that. And he points to Gary Kubiak's zone system and how Forsett got a Pro Bowl here with us. Um... Even when Forsett was with them in Houston, he looked pretty good um, uh, spelling time with Arian Foster. Mm -hmm. Even Arian Foster looked great in that system. Like, Mm -hmm. Ellis Collins looked good in that system. I wouldn't say all that. I don't know if you can win without being balanced, period, though. You can't. Like, I don't think if you can be a run-heavy team and don't pass the ball at all. Right. And win, and I don't think you could be a pass-happy team and only run the ball eight times and think you're going to win a Super Bowl. Right, but I, I think what, what he said, I think he's um, missing it. Like, I think he gets the point, but kind of missing it a little bit. Kevin Stefanski has a great system, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But Dalvin Cook was a special back. Right. Nick Chubb is a special back. Right. You have to pay special backs. That's that's my whole thing. To me, Christian McCaffrey is a special back. Yeah. You you just can't you don't find running backs getting a thousand a thousand seasons. Mm-hmm. Like back to back. Like he totaled two thousand yards, what? Two of his first three years. Mm-hmm. He probably got it got it again this year if he wasn't banged up. Like that's special. You like you can't just like throw away Special talent. I understand, like, all right, like the four sets and the collars that he mentioned. You know, I get that. I'm talking about the special guys. Don't mention collars. Like, like Alvin Kamara to me is a special guy. Like, you'll yeah. be an idiot not to pay him. But to yeah. throw, to say we will give up Christian McCaffrey and three first round picks for a quarterback that barely got out of the second round. If I'm the Sean Watson, I'm declining it. What, what the hell is what? Like, what good does that do me besides I'm getting out of Houston? I'm declining that trade. No, I'm not waiting for my trade offer for that. <laughs> All because you feel like I got a system and I can get a younger back 
that's going to make it work. And I got these three first run. Like, like, nah, 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 nah. I'm waving my no trade clause so I can go over here and play with absolutely nobody. Right. Nah. That's crazy to me. <laughs> that's crazy to me. It's because it's the better story for people to say Deshaun Watson going to another team. I get it. And he would have better receivers, I, I feel like, if I'm not mistaken, they got. No, I'm thinking Jacksonville. I think. No. You got Roby Anderson and then a couple of free agents that sound like they're not coming back. Yeah, I'm I'm not doing that just for Robbie Anderson. I'm I'm thinking like he got Chark and no, nah, that's Jacksonville. <laughs> and then you still have the same offensive line there than you do have at Houston. Right. First round picks? Get the fuck out of here. All right, I'm gonna give you all my picks. Yeah. No. Be Cam Newton all over again without, without the running the touchdown. I mean, he definitely run the ball. It just don't make logical sense. You you gotta. Yeah, I'm not waiting my no trade clause for that just to get out of Houston. Mm-mm. Nah, cause. <laughs> no, y'all gotta do something better than that. Y'all gotta keep a couple of picks. Nah. When we get out of Houston, why don't I help y'all out in the process? No, that's the case. I'm not gonna say it. To help y'all out. We devalue running back position, but over overvalue the uh, pass rusher position at times when they can be shot of a game. Oh, that's a good transition, John. Because uh, there's some free agents coming up. Quite a few of them. Like, who? Who y'all think is worthy of the tag? Oh, you got that list, right? Um, yeah, I got a couple. So, let's start with the champions. You got um, Shaq Barrett, that's a free agent, and you also have Levante David, that's a free agent. Would you tag one and sign the other? Because Shaq already said he want money. Uh, I would see if you can make a deal with Shaq Barrett. If not, tag him and see what uh, um, you say is Devontae Wright, right? Devontae David. Devontae David. See if he wants a veteran deal. But him fighting a lot of injuries. Even though he might want to get paid, they be like, look, nigga, it's a surprise that you made it this year healthy. So you might see if you a veteran deal, some type of Shit like that. If you want to see if you had a chance to make a uh, comeback for a championship, I think um, I don't think Levante going away at first off. Feel like talent and um, career wise, I feel like he he'll be one of them lifelong bucks or someone who will leave after this deal. So I, I don't think he gonna leave. But Shaq, you would definitely uh, Shaq would you would try to lock up for sure. I hope he don't get tagged. I hope he get a big deal. He was tagged this season, I believe, if not last season. No, last season he was signed a free agent. This year he was signed. He was tagged. Right, signed a little cheap one year joke. Um. What else Baltimore, you got? In Baltimore, is there anybody we you think we should tag? What's the list? Um, you got Judon, you got Yannick, you got Bowser, 
Bowser, Wolf, Scarra. All right, chill out. You, you done. You no, done. I'm just, naming, I'm just trying to name the starters. Just now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. Um, I'll say... Just out of respect, I wouldn't tag nobody. I respect for what they've been through prior. Because Judah, both Judon and Yannick already been tagged. Hmm. I wouldn't even put them through that again. Um, I try to get a deal with them. You know, I make an offer of what my best deal, and then, you know, obviously if it don't match other teams, then, all right, well, God bless you and yours. That's the Raven way. Go get paid. Just get every penny. Mm-hmm. We gonna be all right. You know, so I wouldn't tag none of them. Same, and I dash away tagging Judon. Look what anybody said. Next. Kansas City got a couple of free agents. John, are you giving the franchise tag to Kalechi or Simile? <laughs> you know what's funny? They didn't took out of that same position and try to make starters. And still haven't found a permanent posi- uh, person for that position. That's that left guard. But to answer your question, fuck no. Um, <laughs> but just to think about it, you had Erdman at that spot. He was a fir- he was a former first round pick who still can't find a position in this league. And you had Kalechi Osemi, who's shown he's not what well, I know he's not. So that's to answer your question. I, don't, I still don't see how people are so at all at what KO and Brian Jensen is not. <laughs> I know people don't watch all facets of the game. They just watch the quarterback and touchdowns and turnovers. Watch and maybe pass rush. <laughs> so on your defense, you got Bashar Breeland, you got um, Passing Yo. You have That's it. Nobody. Nobody, yeah. Nobody. That's what yeah. mm-hmm. Now you go to the next team. Al's Okafor. All right, God bless you. <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about some top free agents. Like, like Allen Robinson. You think you think they should tag him? Um, oh, you want to Yeah. I mean, but, but, be selfish. I don't understand what, what money they I don't know what money they have. I don't know what they, are, what they are under their cap. If the tag form works, I one, if I'm Chicago, I'm trying to do whatever I can to keep Allen Robinson. That's first and foremost. If I can sign him, if I can tag him, whatever makes but, sense. But Al, but Al, he plays a position depending on up on the quarterback. Right. Like, what? Why would you pay him? Would you pay him twenty million dollars a year? What's the market? Nineteen, twenty million dollars a year. I mean, what's the market? I don't know. I don't know the wide receiver market. I, I don't know. I'm paying him mid grade. I'm paying him. So if the market is twenty, I'm paying him fifteen. What is in your eyes? What What is all right for 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 a receiver who's posted over twelve hundred yards receiving 
multiple times in his career with Blake Bortles, Mr. Bisky, Nick Foles, and whoever else mm-hmm. as his quarterback. How much is he worth for you? Again, Ooh, coming I'm, off another 1,200-yard season with Mitch Trubisky throwing in the ball. If the top money is 20, I'm offering them 12 to 15. No more than 15. Now I say I don't give a fuck how much you offering. He getting tired of playing with Mitch Trubisky's and, and pretty much you didn't let me, all his career. You didn't let me finish my, 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 my statement of why I'm doing everything I can to keep him. I need to make this offense look respectable to get another quarterback. Uh, what type of quarterback I'm going to get in Chicago who's never had a quarterback if I'm letting Allen Robinson walk, I'm letting... Whoever else want to leave and walk out the building, just leave because I don't have a quarterback right now. I'm never going to get a quarterback that way. All right, so your mindset is, I'm not going to pay you a long. I'm not going to pay you what you're worth. I know, I know that you, your like your talent, your production, you're worth getting paid twenty million dollars per season for multiple years. But because I don't have a quarterback that's going to help my franchise. I'm gonna pay you twenty million dollars for this one season, and find me along, and hopefully I can get me a, a better quarterback in here. And then next season when it come around, I got my quarterback. We're gonna be at, back here again if you're trying to get a long term deal. You know of what you worth. If you put it like that, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I hate this business, y'all. <laughs> This business is some cut. <laughs> this business, business period is some cut. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> I can't stand business, bro. I swear I hate it. Capitalism. That's crazy, man. I hate That's capitalism. Crazy. All right. What else you got on the list, Al? Not not creating. You said you had a couple NBA questions you were saying? Yeah, so I'm trying to watch NBA basketball again. All Star Ballot came out with the start the starters, and rightfully so, the best two players in the league are the the, the All Star captains, LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Rightfully so. No, not to Steph and what Steph has been doing lately, because Steph is balling. Damian Lillard should be an All Star starter, correct? Hell no. No. Over Steph? I didn't say over Steph, but it's two guards, right? Like they don't break them between point guard and shooting guard. Luca, point guard, too. Luca, okay. Luca's a starter. You, I, that was your, that was your time to take your your everyday shot at Luca. That's you what I'm saying. Steph. Like he should be a starter, right? And I said not over no. Steph. So obviously no. there would be Luca guard. <laughs> no, no. I think I think I think what it is. I think it's a culture thing. Because Dame is such a stand-up guy, he ain't following the trends and all this and that. And I love Dame. We put him in this bubble of you can't really tell the truth about Dame. I think that's what that's what we get into. When you watch Dame Lillard play, and like I said, I'm a huge fan. I be pissed off sometimes watching Dame Lillard play. Because he could, the offense could be flowing, right? 
Mm-hmm. He ain't get no touch or whatever. Offense is flowing, nice and smooth. And then all of a sudden, he'll do something off the wall. Just go roll, miss a couple shots. What are you doing? Like, like, dang. It's like, it's like he, he's caught up in the numbers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if we see Russ do that, we'll cuss Russ out. Like, man, Russ got stop. Told you he just, like, it, it's weird. It's up. weird to me. It's so weird to me. But I, I say all that to say, I don't think he deserved to be an all-star starter this year over them guys. Not this year. Mm-hmm. Well, I, uh, I don't know. No, I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't say it. Especially not Steph. Luca is probably neck and neck because, you know, the, the, the records are pretty close to each other. They really, you know, both of them been underachieving. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say the three New Jersey, New Jersey, the three Brooklyn Nets players are all star starters, right? Say it one more time. The three Brooklyn Nets players are all star starters. Hold on, let me pull it up. Or should they be? Yeah. No. Just Kyrie and, and Kev. Just Kyrie and Kev. That's it. Hmm. And Bradley Bill's a starter. I was about to say Bradley Bill got hard and spot. And uh, Giannis and Embiid. Okay. I think the front court you can't argue with. I think the front court is solid. Hey, hey, Herb, since you know you watch more basketball than me, did uh, Giannis, uh, did he desire to be an all-star starter this year? Yeah. Just a general question. I don't, I don't know. Well, Russ, wait, wait, what? Somebody in the comments saying what? That's kind of crazy. Dumb was in so many you know. I understand. I'll say this. Yeah, I I think this, the list is fine. I think the, the the starter list is fine. I got no beef with it. The I'm more interested in the reserves. Okay. Because if if Julius Randle not an all star, somebody lying. Especially if it's like we talking numbers or, or whatever. You say if he's not an all reserve? Yeah, if he's not an all star, this somebody line. Okay. Zach Levine's also should be an all star. Yeah, Zach Levine. Um So I've been stat watching. So I'm trying to You gotta watch. Like That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to get into actually watching. That's why I have questions because I've been watching stats yeah. and been hearing, you know, name here, name there. Kyrie going off doing this thing. Um, the Celtics are at 500 or under 500. And they need under. Mm. They lost a 24-point lead yesterday or something like that? Yeah. 24 to the Pelicans. 
B.I. should be a, a all star again. So, what's going on with, with, with Boston? It ain't like I really care nothing, but. <laughs> Look, don't worry about them. What, what I they ain't coming up the East anyway. There's only one nah, team coming up the East. What I thought Jones was going to ask is the, um, that whole best player, the best big in the East. I want to revisit this conversation. Everybody was talking about the best big big man in the league and all this and that. And how Jokic should get that title as the best center in the game and all this and that. And even when homie was not taking the game serious, I said, Joel Embiid is the best big in the game. Mm. Mm. If you look at just how this whole year, my pick for MVP, it looks like an MVP. My pick was LeBron. Look like he should, he could get it. Only person in my mind that is like right there or in front of him is Embiid. That's it. Mm. Yo, you just watch what he doing this year. <sighs> like Doc Rivers unlocked something in this young man that he took it serious. Like, oh, all right. I, I'm starting to see everything now, and you can't do nothing with playing the game different. Kenneth, Kenneth asks, do you think the West is still stronger than the East? Hell yeah. No. Yes. Mm, so what expert? No. Clippers you better. Like West. Clippers you talking about Suns. Kenneth, you talking about as far as like title teams, or just? Overall talent. That's what I wanted to know. Because if it's like bona fide title teams, I think it's the same amount. Nobody's coming out of the East for Brooklyn. That's it. You saying that you ain't been watching. You just said you've been stat watching. Right. You have to watch Philly. Like, all right. Philly has a chat. If I can, you if said. you can, has and you, you just said Embiid has been the best big in the league. And I say he was capable of doing that. It's just frustrating watching him because he don't do it every single game. Now, if he can do that against Brooklyn, and they can beat Brooklyn's three, which I said was going to be, or Brooklyn's two, which I said was going to be in the NBA Finals, and then they added um, Harden, I think Brooklyn is still my pick for the East, and I don't see anybody being able to upset that. I get that. I, I get that. But that's your preference. That's how you see it. I'm talking about just as a legit contender. Brooklyn, Philly, uh, Milwaukee, when they're you know on that game, they are legit three. Boston, they, they take it right now, but they can get hot. And get it together. So they they like they like four with an asterisk. That's four teams. In the West, the LAs are legit. Mm-hmm. Who else? That's it. In my like the LAs, that's it. Nobody else in the West looks legit to win it all. To beat one of the LA teams in the seven game? Nah. 
Denver, nope. Utah, nope. And Utah got the best record. So what, what's right that in issue? Huh? What is that issue? They can't. They can't beat that team in seven games. They can't beat neither one of them teams in seven games. Okay. Like <laughs> no sir. Seven? Nah. No sir. Was in the fall they had a shot, but you got beat them four out of seven. Like I'm not sleeping on Denver. It's just they ain't putting it together. Like they like they they don't know how to put it together. Anytime you got all this talent just sitting on the bench, like you can't find a way to incorporate Michael Porter Jr. with enough minutes and even to get minutes to bowl bowl. You ain't figuring that out. Jamal Murray been struggling. Yogi's been struggling at times. You know what I mean? Like, they still trying to find themselves. Yo, boy, he need to just go to one day. Huh? He need to take the Nene route and just go work by one day. So I swear, bowl. Bowl, bowl. He need to just go by one day. I swear, I feel like I'm I'm retarded saying the name. Just go by one day. Just bowl. That's, That's you. Even you if you put Denver, even you throw Denver, and that's still three teams. So I think it's more. I think it's more equal than it used to be. Hmm. I think once LeBron left, it was like, all right, all right. Now we can see some other guys can figure this out. Because before it was just it was just LeBron, and that's it. I got a lot of hope in the Phoenix. I think they mentioned it in in the chat. Who was that? Phoenix. Got a lot of hope in there. Hold up. Who who said this? Somebody laughed at me when I said Chris Paul gonna go over there and make them a top five team. I forgot who that was. I should have I should have been petty and screenshot. I said you should have did the Vermi shit and just started it off. That's why I should have done the whole time. They top five <laughs> in the West. <laughs> you gotta do is go back to your old comments and your search. Like, you like yo. Like I said this. Like, but even then. They can't beat uh, Anthony Davis. Not yo, if y'all if y'all watch the Lakers play and how they play team defense, forget offense. How they play team defense? Only team that only team that can legit beat them in seven games is Brooklyn. That's it. That is that's it. In fact, I take that back. Brooklyn and the Clippers. That's it. Them two. But you got you got you got contenders in both conferences. It's funny how everybody loved Dane, but nobody ever picks Portland as a, as a contender. They got Dane, they got CJ, Mello looking like Mello. You got uh, the bigs up front, like nobody. Nah, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious to me. Ray Boy said it was him who hates CP3. That said he, that said uh, CP wouldn't make them the top five. Damn, Jay. Damn, bro, it's crazy. I add Denver to the mix. I add Denver. I can't, I can't see them beat them in seven games, but they, they contender. Anything is possible. They contender. I said, I mean, you said I, I keep hearing Philly and I hear Brooklyn. But I don't know if there's any team in the East that contend with the West besides Brooklyn. 
again, it's, it's my ignorance. Right. I think Philly would give uh, Denver a problem. I think they'd give Clippers Bro. a problem. He also said Jalen Brown is the most improved, like he said. We don't talk Celtics on this show. Unless you talk about Larry Bird or Mr. Bill Russell, we don't talk Celtics on the show, so. Oh, no, I, I, I know somebody was doubting Jalen Brown. I've been a fan of Jalen Brown since high school. <laughs> I thought when he went to Cal, and people were sleeping on Shorty at Cal. And I'm like, y'all, I thought they was, I thought they was cheating. Because you get, you get him and Tatum in the same draft. Like, what? Like, what y'all doing? Y'all cheating out here. That's a top five player. Well, in high, high school coming out, he was like top five. You still sleeping on him? That's fine. Shorty mm-hmm. young, he got time. He'll mm-hmm. <laughs> be tough. Shorty is tough. Laker fans was anti-Braun. Yo, it's hard for me to say I'm anti-Braun. He just got my team a championship, yo. I got to let that shit ride for like 10 years. Uh, <laughs> anytime you put a cap on, you anti-Braun. <laughs> oh, that ride for years. years. 10 years after that, I'm good. Like, what? <laughs> What's up with Taco Falls? Mm, he's just a tall nigga. Y'all got yeah, Taco, Taco Falls. Taco's big, man. Well, so y'all got y'all to school me on what his Taco, game is. All that running up and down, they don't play him a lot. Thank you. Yo, I, I'm, about to, I'm about to box because I get into this wide receiver meeting. I'm trying to like follow back and forth, but he about to call on me for stuff. Uh, but I, I hit y'all up, man. Uh, uh, so we know we won't have to trans, uh, transition because ain't none of that basketball shit concerning me. How can I leave? Can I leave? Isn't y'all stay? Is you on live? Who's live? Who's recording? Her. Well, that's gonna stop. I'm talking about just from the Zoom. Can I leave the Zoom and y'all stay? No, because you started it. Oh, shoot. Y'all might have started the new Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just hit it right here. Right, I, I stopped the live stream. I stopped the live stream, so y'all good. Y'all keep following with the uh, with the audio. Mm. All right, fella. All right. All right. Oh no, it's good. I'm gonna leave the meeting. Oh, that's bet. Bet, 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 bet. I'm gonna make you the host. Okay. All right, so I'm the host now. Can I go back to a live stream? I don't even know how you would do that, Al. Got it. Live on Facebook. Give me a second while we transition for our <laughs> sideline talk listeners on. Mm. Damn. I don't know if I can do it. All right, you can go ahead and ask a question. I'm going to try to figure this out. Answer which question? No, I said you can ask a question. You said we were going to transition for basketball. Yeah, I was saying we're going to transition the basketball to, to something else because ain't no damn way. I don't watch basketball until the playoffs. Probably that's like conference championship. Okay. Have you did any? Uh, have you did any um scouting? I did very little scouting. This year is going to be horrible for scouting for me because I just. I don't know. Being at home, being at home and trying to scout is a lot different than me being at work trying to scout. 
Well, no, it shouldn't be. <laughs> it really shouldn't be. But I, I, at work, I'm on my phone. I'm in my office. When I was working at the at the health center, I'll just be in my office scouting until I got a health that ticket come in, and then go do that. And then when I was working at, for the state, I would scout like at my desk on the low, like have my phone behind my computer screen. Right. <laughs> I ain't no, 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 I got sneak to do it. I haven't really been scouting. <laughs> Have you watched any highlights of uh, of Zach Wilson? Yes, BYU quarterback, correct? Right. What do you think of Zach Wilson? I think he's good. I'm not too sure how good. Okay. I don't think he's better than Justin or um, Trevor, but he's him and Mac Jones are number three. Hmm. And I need a little bit more film on Trey to put him in that, that top five. Okay. So you will put Trey at five and Mac Jones at like three to four? Yeah. Okay. I don't it's, have... It's, it's I, tough I, for Mac, though, because he has Jalen... Um, he got two top five receivers or two top five Two top ten picks, basically, at receiver. But you can't put that against him because Joe Burrow was walking around with top first everything. True. His offensive line, his receivers. Which is why uh, I needed to actually watch back. Joe Burrow. Like, that was my hesitation on Joe. It's the same thing as on Mac right now. It's like, all right, is mm-hmm. that you or is it? It was, it was my hesitation on Baker. Is that True, you or is that Mark I, I Andrews? Think or Joe, Burrow, Joe Burrow spread the ball out more. Mac... He threw it to like two niggas and that was it. Yeah. Two niggas, Najee Harris. <laughs> right. <laughs> what coverage he was in, he was going to throw that bitch perfect. Then Najee Harris. Um, but when, I, when I look at Zach Wilson, I see um, an overrated quarterback that has similarities as quarterbacks in the NFL that, that the media love. Which meaning he's short and shifty as of Kyler Murray. And he almost plays the game as a Josh Allen. But I believe he's not as accurate as him. He's going to get the ball batted down the line of scrimmage as most often. Mm-hmm. He'll get killed and if he's in a physical division. I just believe they overhyped him because me personally, he's a white quarterback that's shifty that, that he can run with his legs. But I don't see nothing amazing because once he's uh, under pressure, his accuracy goes down to less than Chad Pennington. If you go back to the Coastal Carolina game, you'll see it. Uh, um, yeah, like I said, I need more. I need more time with Trey because he only played like one game this year. Wasn't sure about that. Yeah, it said I ain't have permission to go live in the group. <laughs> you a host, and you a, uh, and you run the site, but you ain't got permission. I was about to just put my phone up. <laughs> That's too much. Way to, to hike only on my damn... Uh... That, sh- that shit gonna fuck around and crash. <laughs> uh, if I could have my phone... And my my uh, foot up. 
somewhere. I could definitely go up. Okay, let me ask you another scout. Um, do you, Jamal Chase, does he deserve to be ranked higher than Devontae Smith? And give me your expertise why, if you believe so. Yes. Okay. Love Devontae Smith. It's amazing. Great speed. Great hands. But he's a little undersized. I kind of credit him. He's taller than him, but he's not more stout than him. I credit him as a Percy Harvin type guy. Nah. Percy Harvin was a beast. Devontae Smith is a beast. But Percy's issue was he wasn't built body and frame-wise to hang in the NFL long. Same thing with Tavon Austin. He's just not built like that. Even I, though he's longer, he's, what, 170, if that? See, I, I don't believe it was the size of the frame or the mindset or the heart. I think he was in, they was in the wrong system. They was trying to force him. Like, you know how NFL has a has a patent of putting you in, trying to make you do something that you really ain't, and then see if it works, and then before you know it, your time is up with that team. That's how I believe they did with Tavon Austin or and Percy Harvin. They, they just used him as a... Uh, a fucking um, a multitude. I'm gonna put you out wide. I'm gonna put you in running back. I'm gonna put you in return. I'm gonna put you in this. You ain't really just put him in one position to try to see him flourish. You ain't put. Guaranteed. But that's what Percy Harvin has done though his whole career. That was his right. whole career in Florida. Right. I get that, but that's that's that was it. So I mean, really, can you say it was a failure? For him to say he wasn't working, I just think his attitude and the teams that he was at. No, I don't think it's a failure. Percy Harvin was like one of my favorite players. I don't think it's a failure. Florida, of course. But I, I don't. He's believe... definitely my favorite player in Florida, ever. <laughs> I don't believe. But Jamar uh, Chase Marvin and Devontae Smith can go hand in hand in comparison. I feel like Jamar Chase, what he doesn't do well, actually helps him in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get what you would call great separation, which means he has to fight to get everything that he does, and he has to learn to run crisp pristine routes. Once you learn to run Chris pristine routes, that stays with you and that extends your career. Okay. I don't believe, in this day and age, I don't believe, I mean, he's going to get stronger and more precise with his route running. I don't give a fuck about faster because his route running is going to get him open regardless of Devontae Smith. And it's a passing league, so you don't have to be, especially with the um, leading target with your helmet, you're not going to get as hit as much as you was going to get hit in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, or even the 90s. So I don't believe size coming to factor when it comes to Devontae Smith. I just believe it's the route running and who's going to be best at uh, getting open for that team. I mean, it says uh, Jamal Chase get drafted by the Dolphins. He might see early success with a Devontae Adams go. I mean, if he goes to a different team, in the mid in the mid rounds, who's to say he doesn't have a better career? Devontae Smith can go anywhere, and right now they project him to go to the Lions. Him and golf, eh, don't I don't like that. Too tough. 
but the Devontae Smith guy, I believe any route he's gonna get open. He's yeah, any route, but with his speed, he's definitely going to get open. That's not even an issue of him getting open. Like, mm-hmm. That's just, you know, I just, I think Jamal Chase, I thought Jamal Chase was a better receiver last year. And even though he didn't play this year, I would tend to believe that he would still be the better receiver, even though Devontae Smith, even last year, was a beast. And Devontae Smith could have came out and Alabama would have had three first-round receivers. Okay. So, uh, you being a Florida guy, one of their top players is supposed to get drafted in the first round. What's the best fit for Kyle Pitts? Kyle Pitts, I would love to see him that Houston will have first round. Um... This is damn near cheating. But Kyle Pitts would fit in San Francisco. Because mm. Kittle is fast, but he's more of a physical receiver. Kyle Pitts look, ain't looking to block a goddamn thing. <laughs> and I don't believe he's a perfect fit in San Francisco. Because everybody on San Francisco block. You even had Trent Williams, who I don't think blocked for shit. Blocking in San Francisco, <laughs> so I don't think. I mean, he's projected in one of these maps to go to New England, and that's another team you're going to have to block for. I don't believe that's a perfect fit for them. Um, mm-hmm. maybe he'll go slide up and go to Arizona. They don't particularly need him to block. I mean, because Max Williams is not a great blocker. They need to spread the ball out in different areas because eventually um, Devon, um, DeAndre Hopkins is going to get double to triple cover and you want to spread the ball to different places. And after a while, you see Kyle Lamar has problems with that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a good that's a good fit for him as well. I mean, I want to see him – like, I really just – when he was lining up at tight end, I was looking at him as a wide receiver. Okay. So that's just that's just what I see Kyle Pitts as. Like I was looking at him like being a Florida fan, and then I looked at him with a scouter's eye. And at first I was like, yo, this is that second receiver that Baltimore or second tight end that Baltimore would kind of use. And then as a scouter's eye looking at Baltimore, nah, he ain't gonna fit and they're gonna block. <laughs> he ain't interested in blocking. Right. Has anybody um, that you scouted right uh, so far has crossed your mind as a uh, X factor or somebody that needs to be talked about more? J.C. Horn, mm. corner out of South Carolina, has been my favorite pick since I started scouting. And um, I want to say. Is it Phillips out of Miami? Okay. I like his speed off the edge a little bit more than Haitian, y'all. I don't even want to say his name. 
just saying uh uh they they got him projected to go to Pittsburgh, which can be smarter if if um Bud Dupree decides to leave. And What's they that? had Jane, uh Horn um projected to go to Arizona, which is smart because you're getting rid of uh Patrick Peterson. Which mm. in time up for that. Damn, so they are they already projected to go early. Yeah. Like a few of the mock drafts that's been going on, like one of the recent ones. They rejected to have Justin Fields go to the line. How do you feel about that? I would like that. Hmm. I think it's I think it's time just talking to my brother in law's a, a huge Atlanta Falcons fan. Like my brother in law wedding cake was oh. black, red and white. <laughs> like he's a huge Falcons fan like he had a little mini cake with the Falcons uh, gloves and my sister had a little mini cake same color but with more fashion so they had two wedding cakes both based off of Atlanta Falcons colors so he's a huge Atlanta Falcons fan so my disdain for Matt Ryan he kind of shares the same sentiments. Like, I appreciate him what he done as a quarterback, but it's time to move past. The game is not where that where he is anymore. Mm. Okay. You want somebody that just don't stand there in the pocket and look dumb when 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 the play breaks down. All right, let's talk about the AFC North. Oh. We talked about the projected players that could go to the um the Well before we before we go FC North, I'm sorry. You know I'm I'm illiterate when it comes to scouting linemen. Is there any linemen that you been watching that you think, you know, worthy top pick, first round, that's maybe a sleeper? Um shit, what is it? North Dakota State. Heard those names by heart. Boy, that's one of the... He's a left tackle. Easily be a right tackle in my eyes. Okay. Um, I want uh, Landon Dickinson. I wouldn't mind having him. He in Baltimore. I know he got an injury, but I believe he, he'll screw up our um, offensive line. We projected to get Clyde uh, White. From uh, Ohio State, I need to watch more film work on him. Um, pretty much on all a lot of the tackles that's been going on. But the top guy for the past two years is a uh, swell Morgan, yeah, and Cincinnati is projected to get him and Dar- um, Daniel Jeremiah's uh, mock draft. They they definitely need him. Nashville is uh, a beast. Would you uh, now looking at this uh, his his draft? Would you get him? That's that's kind of where I was going at in the AFC North. Pick, would you get an offensive line? Take Joe Burrow, or would you add to the offensive core in your routine? No, I'm definitely buying an offensive. My first two picks are offensive line. Okay. Wow. That's going to be a tackle, it's going to be a guard. Mm. I know you already have the um, the center that you picked. There's a Jordan. Something price. Mm-hmm. 
and he hasn't been healthy, and he picked another guard. You had a first-round pick, um, Alabama, who ain't really been panned out yet because of the fact of his injuries. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm showing up that offensive line because you're in the division of Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and, and Cleveland. Even though our pass rusher hasn't been nothing to brag about. Yeah, but you still have – you got T.J. White on one side, the Pittsburgh Steelers you have, um, Miles Garrett on the other side. Who says we we'll have a pass rush? Who knows? That might be a smart move. But you know AJ's leaving. Higgins is is dead, but you know it's whatever they want at the time. I mean, how about Kyle Pitts? Would you would you shoot for Kyle Pitts for Cincinnati? No. How's that gonna? That's not gonna keep my number one pick upright. You already got um, you got Boyd and you got um. 85, that's T. Higgins, I believe. I mean, Boyd might want to leave soon. That motherfucker probably tired of, tired of losing. So everything ain't definite. But I can, say, I can definitely understand yeah, that organization's is, case is of uh, showing up. You don't want, you know, an injured luck where your guy gets tired. And this ain't the first injury he didn't have. Right. So I can see that. What about the Browns? What do you see what they need to get as a team? Is it coaching or is it a play in the draft that you would like to see linked to the Browns to put past the divisional playoff round? For the Browns, for the Browns, I'm, um, offensive line is pretty good. I'm going secondary. Mm. I'm showing up the secondary. I feel like that's the biggest hole in their team. Even with uh, all those acquisitions that you got for your corners? When you mean secondary, do you mean safety? I will focus on safety. I mean, I feel like Denzel okay. Ward is, is pretty good when he's healthy. Mm. Um, who's on the other side? Is that Calhoun? Sure. I can't think. Remember, you got the safety from LSU last year. That he yeah, was you got Grant Delpit, but I'll get another yeah. safety. I will get another um, playmate that's safety to go along with Grant. So I think Grant would do his best work like a Jamal Adams type of type of guy. Um, they have uh, Mike Cleveland Browns to get uh, Zayvon Collins from Tulsa, linebacker. Damn. Pass rusher. Damn. That'd be nasty. Mm. Him and Garrett together would be an unfair combination. And African, you're in the middle. I forgot your name. He was a terror against us the first game, I believe. Mm. What about the Steelers? We, I mean, we didn't talk about, they said he was getting a pass rusher to replace uh, Bud Dupree from Miami. What do you think, need-wise? They need why they still thinking about having Ben for another year because I don't believe he's not coming back. I believe they give him that grace to come back and retire still. Yeah, but you, I don't know if this is the first round pick need, especially since your team is still needs other things. You just lost Pouncey, mm-hmm. so you, your offensive line 
it's gonna have it's gonna have a down period. Like you can't lose a Hall of Fame center and think your your offensive line will stay the same. Mm. But at that point, you, you will see um, Landon Dickinson from Alabama go there and be like, "Damn, shit! I wish I would have got him." I can see them getting a center, just not for Ben right now, but for the future. Right. Yeah, I think they get a second round, a second or third round quarterback, and just hope it's better than getting second, third round Mason Rudolph. I don't see it with Mason Rudolph. That nigga gets you in field goal range and start fumbling up. I like Mason. But I don't see how he not he not doing it in the league. He just had a. That's a difference in college and in pros. In college, he had the, the fear, the the no fear of delivering the ball down the field to Washington. He just, he just had that no fear. I'm going to just stand here and I'm going to deliver it. I may have one pass rush coming at me. But when you got four good pass rushes coming at him. But even when he don't, he don't have touch. His touch is lost. Oh, it's, yeah, his touch has always been trash. It just, it just feel like... Well, what the fuck was I looking at when you was in college? Because that shit ain't dead no more. Yeah, his like, accuracy was, wasn't his big strength. It was power. Power was his strength. Right. And um, let's go to the Ravens. What do you think? They need pass rusher. Pass um, rush, interior line. I'm getting another corner. But in the first round, what do you think? First round, me and... Depending on what happens in free agency. But how it's looking right now, first round need is pass rusher. I know you need interior offensive lineman. And, I mean, that can be first tier depending on who is available. But if you can't get your other team's quarterback and you can't protect yours, you're not a playoff team. I don't believe... The first round will fix the pass rushing um, need that we need right now to, to take our defense to another level and help our secondary out even more, especially in the safety position. But I, I do believe to help Lamar and that run game, we need an interior lineman, even at the center or the, or the right guard position, because right now Phillips, is he, he probably need a whole offseason of work Fluke is not it. Orlando Brown sounds like he's not going to be there. Hopefully that, that helps us out in the first round. But I can see uh, why Davis or some type of interior presence that's going to help us. Mm-hmm. Because if you go back to each playoff loss, I mean, Melvin Ingram, he ate in the interior line. Then you had um, Casey, he ate in the interior line uh, uh, for the playoffs for the, for, the, um, for the Titans. Then you got Hayward and Tua, they ate in the interior line. It's like, and they, they're not getting – tell you a line ever since uh, Yonder has retired. They're getting beat by easy moves. And it's, it's suffering for Lamar's uh, misses in play. And there's a lot of reasons why our running game wasn't as dominant at the beginning of the season as it should have been. So I, I believe that tell you, um offensive line will go a long way with our consistency of, of still making the playoff next year. I mean, it may just be me because I've watched more pass rushers than offensive linemen so far. Mm-hmm. But I definitely see both of them as a need. Yes. Um, depending on what Bowser and, does. 
you still you have potentially lose three. Bowser, yeah. I don't know what's going on with Wolf if he comes back. He comes back, Judon and and Yannick. I think you keep one of them, which you could potentially lose three. I think they let Yannick and uh and Judon test the waters. Um, depending on what Eric DeCosta does, Eric DeCosta does with uh, Orlando Brown will show their hand of how they will handle the draft. Yeah. So I can't, I can't say definitely where I think they should go until they figure out what they want to do with Orlando Brown. You know, the best for them. And I think we want to see one more year. But I think Brandon Williams the following year becomes expendable with what Matt Bouquet and... Uh, Personally, I think he's expendable now. But be, I mean, with the age that he's at, hasn't really produced the contract that he's gotten, and he's he's having to keep changing his contract over the past few years. But Matabuke has shown that he can step in the field for that position. The draft has shown Eric Costa that he can fill that position, and we don't need Brandon Williams there. Yeah. I mean, you would to have him, but I don't believe he's um, not worthy of, of being cut. Yeah, I think Matabuke and um, Broderick Washington at the beginning of the year yeah. Like, they showed out. And Roger Washington, like I said, that was off of straight God-given ability. Like, they had no, no camp, and he was making plays first week. He fights, and he's feisty. When Brandon Williams, he, he get double-team, that's it. He stopped right there, and he don't move. He don't fight, he don't push the pocket. Mm-hmm. He just there. Sometimes his liability on, on the um, defensive pass rush. Yeah, I think that's kind of his... What he viewed was his role to just take two, you know, y'all y'all got outside. <laughs> yeah, but when that pass rushes ain't getting there because if Judon only want to go one one move and think that's going to do it, that shit ain't going to work. When all, all he got to do is a step up. So if I step up and you still ain't making a pass rush up the middle, then it's bullshit the while. That's the, the nature of our pass rush. Brandon Williams get blocked up the middle. He don't make a push. Judon come outside, who the opposite comes outside of him, and they all rush outside, and the quarterback just steps up and make a play. So. Judon got set the edge better. But it might not be our problem in three weeks, four weeks, however long it's going to take for the uh, offseason to start. Uh, I mean, free agency is uh, coming up. We're going to see what, what happens. i like to see if they bring back Daz. Seems seem like he's going to be in uh, football shape coming around this year. They don't. Hopefully, he gets signed to a team. Yeah, I think uh, I can see Daz playing. I just don't know if I see him playing for us. Uh, I, I, I mean, I agree. I don't think I see him playing, but hopefully he comes back and play with us, but who knows? What I, about uh, uh, Gurley? What would you like to see him as a free agency? Todd Gurley may become a staler. Hmm. I think Leo's you think, a free you think agent. Can, you think Nicole going to be good for his knees? No, but it may be good for a contract. He may be good for a contract. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But Todd's a free agent. Leo's a free agent. I don't think Leo is leaving Tampa. 
Mm-hmm. Just going off his his IG, he looked like he's enjoying himself finally. In Tampa, um, and he's back in the South, where well, he's always in the South. But Tampa's just a laid back place. So I don't think he's leaving there. I think that kind of fits him. He allows him to do what he did, especially splitting carries with him and um, Rojo. Hmm. But I think I look I look for the Steelers to make a move at one of the top ten running backs in free agency. Mm. And I think they're they're willing to let Juju go to sign a running back because Pittsburgh has been hitting on wide receivers. And picking wide receivers like it's nothing. So what's the last solid before Le'Veon Bell that you think that was a decent draft pick for the Steelers? You said what was the last one that was a decent one? Yeah, before Le'Veon Bell. I mean, was that? A.B. was pick, Pouncey. No, running back. Oh, running back before Le'Veon. But you say receivers, they've been hitting. They need a running back. See, they always had these, these one-off guys that was just another guy. Gotcha. And it, I, what kind of comes to mind was Fast Willie Parker. I mean, he only had one, one thing, and he was... There for that Super Bowl run, that first Super Bowl run with Ben. And he was there. And then they had Rashad Mendenhall who didn't really work, but he was there for what he was supposed to do. Before he got laid on. So I don't see them having a, a draft and a factor back. But wide receiver, they're going to draft one of them. That's why I said they'll, they'll, they, they'll be fine with that. Like they the need one. I mean, if they just catch the ball, they're, they're tying them to fuck with. Like, they can be. They probably draft one to maybe uh, uh, if Juju don't come back, but he seemed like he's a he wants to be a, a somewhat lifer in Pittsburgh. But um, if he doesn't come back, do you feel like they should draft a receiver? Yeah, they'll get one third round, fourth round. Mm. Okay. Make it work. All right, let me ask you this question: Who's if they go 17 games this year, who was the odd team out in the playoffs that made it last year? Hmm. You got the Cooks, the Browns, the Ravens, the Titans, the Steelers, the Bills, and the Chiefs. Who doesn't make it? Steelers. Steelers, that's it? I'm sleeping on the Steelers. I just don't see... If they bring Ben back, I don't see Ben being much better down the stretch than he was this year. And they okay. may, that decline may start earlier. Instead of declining the last month of the year or the last eight games of the year, he may decline around game six. Mm. And they won't have an 11-0 start to, to follow up with. I believe still. I believe if we don't do what we're supposed to do with pass rush and interior linemen, we run the rush of missing the playoffs. Okay. I mean, you can't you can't bank on the Lamar stimulus package every game. <laughs> they just want to win. 
We, the thing that helped the three AFC North teams, we played the NFC South. I'm sorry, the NFC East and the AFC South. And we were seven and one. The Ravens were seven and one against those two divisions. Losing to the Titans. Losing to the Titans. The rest of the year games, we were four and four. So okay. you got Green Bay this year, you got Kansas City this year, you got um Chargers this year. Like you you you're playing better divisions. So yeah, if you don't improve is. off of what you've done and you regress, that seven to one can easily be six to two. Five and three, and you out the playoffs. <laughs> what about the Colts? You believe in them still getting the playoffs with Carson Wentz? I do actually, but I'm okay. I, I'm the last guy that's still a Carson Wentz fan. Like maybe besides Carson Wentz, Mama, I'm probably the only person that's still a Carson Wentz guy. Okay, so out of those two teams that you said that might be on the outside looking in, give me two teams that. That takes that that um, that place. You got the Dolphins, Raiders, Patriots, Chargers. I don't believe in any other team uh, depending on a trade. I think the Patriots, if they keep Cam, gets back in the playoff hunt. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to take a wild card spot, which would be the Ravens' wild card spot, unless the Ravens win their division, and that would be, I guess that would be the Steelers' wild card spot. Mm. Or Raiders, I don't believe in. I just don't have faith in them coming down the stretch. They always have good Octobers and November and then fail. I mean, good September's and October's and then fail November, December. Never fails with, with John Gruden. I don't believe in them. Um, but I do believe in Brian Flores if they put something around Tua and get Tua to actually play with confidence again. So I could see the AFC East fielding the three teams in the playoffs instead of the AFC North on it. All right. So what about the NFC? You had the Packers, Saints, Seahawks, Washington football team, Buccaneers, Rams, and the Bears. Which one of these teams do you believe won't make the playoffs next year? Saints are out. Football team, sorry to say it, is out. Bears. Possibly out. Okay. Um, Seahawks run the risk of being out if the Rams got that much better. I don't believe they got that much better. We'll find out. Like I was telling you last week about that, about talent. Stafford talent got to translate to something. Well, True. Just, he's just a guy. <laughs> I, I don't believe solely on the quarterback. I believe slowly on that defense. Um, there's been plenty of con- um, times where that defense has got shredded or walked down on, and, and different teams have shown that. I, I believe a lot of people are overrating the whole totality of that defense to call them uh, a, a pure shutdown um, team. Or there's been times where people saying um, 
Jared Goff has been wasting championship years out of that defense, which I don't believe is true. I mean, yeah. a lot of that team, when that de- team doesn't scare anybody but Aaron Donald. So you scared of Aaron Donald, then you probably won't throw the James uh, James, James Ramsey side from time to time, but he don't follow anybody. So it's not like you're pretty much scared of the whole field away wherever he goes. Right. I mean, a lot of people are overrating that defense as a whole, not just two players, but as a whole. Um, I feared that team more when you had more of a, a Sue and, and other players, when you yeah. had the, both sides that put in work. Um, but right now, that, that team as a whole hasn't shown you I'm a championship caliber team. So um, um, you said those three teams. Who are the three teams that you would consider taking that spot? You got the Cardinals, the Vikings, 49ers, depending on the quarterback and a healthier team. Giants, Cowboys, Panthers, Lions, Eagles, Falcons, maybe? 49ers, Cowboys, if Dak is... One, if Dak is still playing for a contract, he retarded. <laughs> Ain't no way in hell I'm going to break my ankle after arguing with y'all about a contract. Break my ankle and then come back and sign another tag? Nah, fam. Mm. Mm-mm. You was shit to get off the pot. <laughs> like, yeah, Dak is still playing for a contract for them. Dallas makes the playoffs, but Dak's stupid. So you got the 49ers and the Cowboys, maybe. I think Arizona, Nobody. if they can get that defense right, they take a step forward. Okay. All right. They played well, they was just young. Hmm. And not have her fits on the field against, I want to say the 49ers, when things got tight late and all focus was on Hopkins. Kyler Murray needed that other person to step up to be that veteran and say, all right, I'm here. Even if you use your fits as a, as a glorified tight end. But you got other receivers other than fits that you get sold to. No right, but they weren't stepping up. Is what I'm saying. Fitz, you know, you know, Fitz is gonna step up <laughs> when it comes down to clutch. You know, man, I'm over. I'm over here. I'm gonna go. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. Well, that's pretty much all I got for uh, the football standpoint. We had that time, any? Yeah. And it's time to watch some All American. Speaking of football. Shit, I ain't <laughs> watched that since the first season. You dope. It's a, it's... You know what I miss? Um, that that show reminds me of? What? Everything in the high school is a goddamn crisis. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> so you had this feeling back in high school. Like, everything that was going wrong was like, oh, damn, it's like the last. And it don't really be that serious, yo. <laughs> when you really look back at it. I just remember panicking and like, oh, damn, I did that. <laughs> and that's what that show reminds me of. Because everything they got is a goddamn crisis. I don't know. It's just when I, when I remember the show, I was like, hold up. You got three seasons. I watched the trailer. I only watched the first season. I said, this nigga is, I mean, how many times he going to be a junior or a senior? What, what's going on? He was a sophomore. See, I don't believe that. senior year. I don't believe that. He was a sophomore. He's daddy a grown man. 
And the nigga was like, all right, you could be a junior for one year, senior year, the second season. Now you still, nah, you should have been in college already. That's why the story lost me a long time ago. He a senior this year. This is a senior year. Ah, uh, bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I'm done with that. That's my show. No, I know if all of us come on tonight, but that's also my show on Mondays. I gave that show a couple tries. I ain't, it's not like I really try to get into it, but it was all right when I watched it. But 911, it's a different story. So, I haven't watched that yet. Take that back. I've seen three episodes, and I love all three episodes, but I never got into it. See, <laughs> I need to start recording. Watching All American, wasting your time. <laughs> you start recording it. Yeah. But all right, take us out. All right. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. All right. All right. At ADP, we understand the importance of building the right team and offer the data insights to help. Just as importantly, our AI technology helps you pay the team accurately. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll.